0: Hello wrestling fans, Quentin Charisma, hey that's me, today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett.
1: Hello again everybody, Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma, by golly we are smack dab along ringside son of a gun, we are ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast, how you doing Quentin?
0: I'm doing alright.
1: No saying again this yeah, week, I'm just, you're I'm, letting me down.
0: I know, I'm just, <laughs> I'll am have to get one by next week, I'll have, I'll have you something. <laughs> I'm that, say, that, that,
1: that's I'm, literally, like, my gimmick is to rip off Lance Russell at the beginning. Your gimmick is to say something down home, homespun, country saying. Gotta pull the load, man. All
0: right, now. I'll, 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 I'll have something next week for you.
1: I mean, just go find an old person and ask
0: something. Ask them how they're doing. <laughs> well, you know, I don't get out much anymore since the quarantine gimmick. Uh, so... You know, so yeah, it's just. Oh, that makes me lead into what I was gonna. Before we get started, um, I'm starting a new podcast. Um, it's good. It's a short one. It's just me by myself. It might be five, ten minutes, a weekly thing. Because um, I don't get out much. I don't get socialize with people much anymore. Because you know, I'm, with all my health uh, conditions. It's you know, I'm highly. And what's the what's the word? I'm um I'm high susceptible. High, yeah, risk. high risk, there you go, to getting the COVID gimmick, so, um, you know, so I, I try to stay inside much as I can, so I don't get out, and I don't get to mingle with people, and, or talk to people, so, I gotta let some of my stuff out, what I'm, you know, stuff, you know, my thoughts, you know, something I saw I liked, something I didn't like, you know, you know who knows it? but it's, uh, it's called Quentin's Weekly Rambles Rants and Whatevers, I'll probably tape it. Well, I thought I was gonna do it Saturday, but I gotta go to the archive Saturday. Like y'all really care anyway? Probably do it Sunday, so it'll be out Sunday. Look for it. It'll be on the no name, uh, no name. Good <laughs> great. I can't even think. Now, just where <laughs> you found this. Center. Thank you. I'm. It's, so if I don't write it down, I can't remember crap anymore. So anyway, um, all right. Do we intro in? I'm so lost, man. Good. <laughs> The people, okay, as uh, only a Lance
1: Russell ripoff could,
0: and then, uh, that's where we were, okay. All right, so we're at show number 42. So it means we got what, after day, what, 10 more shows,
1: 10 more shows for the year, yeah.
0: You know, you know, we're thinking about maybe going into 88, which is 80. You know, I was thinking another other day, um, you know what, I Cause i don't i don't i didn't remember why I don't remember seeing a lot of it was the Eric Embry baby face turn at, at world class to where they turned it to u s w a that whole thing they said it was phenomenal but i don't but we don't Can you know, find it um, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was going to say.
1: That, that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, even if it's on the network.
0: Yeah. Um, it should be, but I, like I said, I don't know. I have to look and see. But I was just thinking about the other day, uh, how I saw, I come across something, somebody was talking about it, about the, one of the shows, and I was thinking, man, that whole thing, that's what popped the houses back in Texas. It got them going back again. When Jerry Jarrett bought out bought it and took over and all that and that got, you know uh, then they tore down the world class banner and all that stuff. And maybe
1: Pringle was a baby face. Yeah,
0: him and Amber were the two big baby faces of the company. Yeah. And uh Pojo was down there and Phil Hickerson
1: was No around. Phil Hickerson was not there.
0: I'm sorry, PY Chuhai.
1: That's right, get alright. <laughs>
0: Anyway, you know me.
1: Even though around that time Lawler had already outed him on uh, Memphis TV.
0: Oops. <laughs> I think everybody.
1: I, I, I watched that episode a couple weeks ago. <laughs>
0: how, how could you where, out him? It's Phil he has been there since well, I, I, 1974.
1: <laughs> I know, but Lawler comes out. Hickerson, still, we're totally talking about something we're not even covering today. We'll get back to it. Um, Hickerson's out as P.Y. Shoe High in his ridiculous outfit. And he's beating some job guy. And in the middle of the match, Waller comes out and goes, and it's uh, Michael St. John doing the uh, commentary.
0: Yeah.
1: And he goes, that's Phil Hickerson. Tell these people that's Phil Hickerson, and they start a fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like nobody knew it wasn't Phil Hickerson. Been there since nineteen seventy four.
1: Well, I and mean, that's the thing. I, I I will say Hickerson played it off well. He's like, you know, Law is like, oh, that's fine. Just you're you're big fat Phil Hickerson. You're not P.Y. high from from Japan. And he goes, well, you ain't no king. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I uh, I love Phil Hickerson.
0: <sighs> we he got that that Southern Japan accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's from South to- Tokyo.
0: Yeah. All right, I, sorry I got us way off base here. So we're going to review, hopefully, this CWA Memphis TV show from... I okay. One time in Continental in
1: 1983. <laughs> <Not playing. laughs>
0: well, actually, it wasn't Continental in 1983, it was still Southeastern. But anyway, uh, that's besides the point. <laughs> So how did they change? Tell me the story. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're reviewing Oct- October 17, nineteen eighty-seven, Evansville. Evan- I- see, you got me all discombobulated.
1: That one town in Indiana.
0: Uh, Evansville, Indiana, feed. Yeah, not not Oly Dick. <laughs> Evansville.
1: <laughs> oh, that's still funny.
0: <laughs> so that means the show was taped in Memphis, Tennessee, on October the tenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Got the regular old. I'm, I, they're, they're never gonna change this. I, I, no. They're not going to. It's music, I, this music. This <laughs> was the same intro when
1: I started watching in '96.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's got 11, 11, gosh, I didn't start at the very beginning. I can't talk today. It's crazy. Dave and uh, Lance and Dave at the desk. Lance gives a greeting. Dave with today's lineup. He just tracing some others in the singles match. you got Bobby Jackers, Don Bass, and King Carl Fergie. Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travis in the Southern Tag Team title match, RPMs versus the Nasty Boys. That uh,
1: seems familiar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lance mentions the Champs Challenge... Champs Challenge... Challenge the challengers. That's easy to say. Challengers.
1: Oh, and fair enough to you. Lance even had a little
0: trouble saying oh, yeah. it. yeah. So. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, then they go to, says a uh, double go for the gold Lawler and Dundee. Uh, they said they're going to update us on the Jeff jarrett uh, Kurt Henning match. About <clears throat> oh, two RP- weeks ago. Yeah. Then the RPMs come out complaining. Uh, about not getting a uh, not getting the AWA tag team title match that Lawler and Dundee are getting. And they said they should be the ones getting the shot. Um, and so they're not leaving. And, been and
1: here's the thing that irritates me. They've, they've always been about the Southern heavyweight title getting the shot. Yeah. Well, wouldn't the Southern tag team champions get the shot?
0: I know. That's what I didn't understand either.
1: Irritating. Irritates the heck out of me because Lawler's always had that storyline.
0: Well, here's the thing, the though. Southern. Here's the thing I found out, but they didn't tell us. They and they actually did tell us later in the match in the main event. Southern Tag Champions did get a title shot against.
1: Uh, yes, yes, they did. But why are Lawler and Dundee getting a shot is my question.
0: Because they the they were next at number one contenders, I guess. I mean
1: I, I mean they, not they number, I'm the, sorry they
0: are the two top single, single I mean, champions. I mean not the number one contenders. They're the they're well they're number one contenders to the I'm assuming the Southern Tag Because the Southern Tag Belt champions already had their shot the week they already had their shot and lost. So they're going, they're bringing the champions back in, and they're gonna go get Sam. And they're saying that our are saying if they would have lost the belts because of Jeff Jarrett's interference the week before, they would have got that shot and they would have beat them. I I'm assuming that's the logic here. It's a lot of putting two, 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 two together to, you know, when they could just come out and help us out, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I mean they also could just let the international tagging champions, whoever they might be right now, They're, have the next shot.
0: Oh my gosh, we hadn't had international champions no since, since uh Dundee and Rocky Johnson three months ago. Yep. So those have been vacated. Vacated. Uh, it was whenever a new team comes in, they'll probably put it on them. <laughs> it's probably they put them on the Arp. Well, now. They haven't been gone long enough to. They got uh, so to. The uh, international belts have to be gone a while out of the picture before they can bring them back in with a new team. <laughs> uh, usually about a year. It takes about a year that they'll disappear and then they'll come back in. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of this that. It's confusing if you don't look at everything, try to put it together yourself, because they didn't do it for us, which they should have. So, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I, guess yeah. They, they make I don't it.
1: know. I I just always that, that that's always bothered me because when when it comes to the Southern title, they're so good about sticking to that storyline. Yeah.
0: Well, they did, but they didn't. so I'm thinking since it was only a Memphis only match. Um. Well, no, because well, I'm thinking. Well, they 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 put the belts on nasties last week, so the match would have been Monday. So basically, whoever would have been the champions got the match. So what they probably did on the thirty minute minute Memphis last week was talk, and when they did the card, ran the the Memphis card for Monday night, they probably said, "And the winner, whoever the in the Southern Tag Team Champions, will face the AWA World Tag Team Champions Monday night." So like it, basically what this is is Memphis is it got told to Memphis but the loop towns are out in the cold. You gotta piece it together yourself. It's basically what it is. Cause they would have 'cause they the people in Memphis would've known they would have saw the card last week when they did them on the Memphis um you know when they did the Memphis cards. They would have saw that, you know, the Southern Tag Team Champions will be going against, you know, Doug Summers and Sobak Bucinoff. What a tag team, by the way. Well, Boris Zukov left, went to New York, just got up and left, and so they found old stand by Doug Summers and threw him in there because he had was, you know, he had been a, he you know been a, one, of their, you know, he was a tag champion with him for like a over a year with 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 uh, Buddy Rose. so... Oh yeah, no, I'm not discrediting Doug not. Summers. No, He's no, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm but just saying I think. it's just a
1: random tag
0: team. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, because like I said, because um, you know, uh, Borzukoff left. Just got up and got that offer and was gone. He he was tired of working in front of 200 people in you know St. Paul and a month. You know, so because yeah, they wouldn't draw in North. They wouldn't draw in nothing, man. Um, some weeks they'd run three shows a week. Some weeks they'd run one show. And, um, so yeah, they were, they were, they weren't doing too good, the AWA was. Um, but they were getting that TV money for that showboat, ESPN TV, so that, you know, kept them afloat, so, it helped paid some of the top guys, you know, but that New York money is, you know, even for a mid-card guy like Zukov, it's still, that's a lot better than top AWA money, you know? Oh, yeah. So... Um, so yeah, I, I think it's all, this whole thing boils down to <coughs> the Southern Tag Titles. They did get a shot, um, the week before. Um, they're bringing them back in again. Instead of giving them another shot, they're giving it to who the number one contenders are for the, um, um, uh, number one contenders for the Southern Tag Titles this time. Which still, shouldn't that be
1: the RPMs because they just lost, lost, them? lost
0: them yep lazy booking
1: <laughs> yep. I was just about to,
0: to cut your point yeah. but then
1: you realized it before
0: I could yeah and I was like hold on a second that still don't make sense that's <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to help them out here <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> I think what we're getting at is when the RPMs refuse to leave the studio they have a valid gripe
0: it, it's a shoot they do
1: <laughs> the RPMs are now baby faces in our eyes
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hold on, like thinking, hold on a second, that's still, that still ain't right. Well, then, you know, Lance, he did say, you might have a bad point, point you might not. So, I think Lance is trying to make some, sense out of it a little bit, I guess. <laughs> okay, so, then yeah, they said they're not leaving, they're staying there. So, Lance says, we got to take care of some business, we're cutting to a break. So, they go to a break, they come back and break, and It's Lance traces some others in the back. Um, they got the, you know, somebody slid the old, um, that big board thing that we talk about, that they yeah. walked the whole thing. You know, it's been moved over some more. Yep, <laughs> and again, who was warming up in the back? <laughs> I'm saying the culprit that probably moved, moved the board to the side so they could see in there, <laughs> Billy Travis.
1: <laughs> yeah, Billy Travis getting a little extra TV time. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. And then you see, he he got up and stood up on, on the whatever it was to turn the TV on. Yeah. He he stood you see, turn the TV on. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, so, <laughs> I was just like, okay, yeah, he was, <laughs> I was like, he had to get up. And, you know, he moved that thing over so he could, because he, <laughs> he has extra TV time. He's got to do what you got to do. So Tracy's in the back with Lance, he starts talking about, um, Steve Armstrong not being there and he says he's hurt. He's got a dislocated shoulder and said he could be out up to six weeks. Uh, The music hits. Tracy's still talking. Lance points...
1: But but Tracy can't... He can't keep a coherent sentence while the music's playing. It threw him off so bad. Yeah,
0: no, it threw him off and Lance points to the, like, you know, go... And he won't stop talking. He's gotta get everything out what he was gonna say. Then Lance finally just basically tells him music's playing, you need to go you need to get you need to go, Tracy <laughs> I was like Oh yeah, 'cause he was like it messed him up. He's like, Well, I gotta get my stuff out and then just get <laughs> yeah, him all thrown off. Uh, I guess I'll talked about the uh before it goes to the ring, about the um uh, uh, Steve Armstrong thing at first I thought well he's got a couple payoffs he's like yeah I'm going to go down to Continental with my, my family I looked uh, I think he actually did get hurt because the last thing I could find on him was the Evansville match and then I can't find any matches for him until uh, July of 1988 oh wow so I'm thinking he actually did get hurt and was out for a while.
1: Yeah, sounds like it.
0: Because I didn't, I figured, you know, well, he went to, you know, what well, was Florida was doing. So I was like, well, he probably went to Continental down with all his family's down there, right? I was like, nope, he's nowhere. Couldn't find nothing anywhere on him. So he might actually really got hurt for once. They actually tell him the truth about something. <laughs> So, Tracy goes out. It's the first match of the day. It's uh, Tracy Smothers against Keith Eric. Uh, Jerry Calhoun is your referee for all the matches in the studio they, today. And they
1: pretty much got Tracy and Keith married on TV. I know. This? I was like, this
0: is like their third time, ain't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, RPMs are still out there complaining. Just uh, do some basic arm work. Tracy with a beautiful deep arm drag. Did you see that thing?
1: Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, it was
0: awesome. That's a beauty, wasn't it?
1: It, it, it was a. I spent time in Florida. Arm drag.
0: Yeah, that was nice. Uh, and Jack Briscoe came by the house and showed me this. Yeah, exactly. Know? That was that was sweet, man. Uh, did some more arm work. He gave Keith Eric a little bit of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eric got a, a
1: eye rake and a body slam.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, nice little spot after the body slam. Then Tracy hit him. Uh, uh, Tracy hit him with the the, the the his flying. Back elbow, what's it called? What do you call it? The um, uh, well, when he did it off the top rope in later
1: years, he called it the Tennessee
0: Jaw Jacker. Yeah, Tennessee Jaw Uh, he got that for the win. So they go back over to the desk. Our pins are still there, <laughs> still complaining. Lance says we got to cut to break again. <laughs> so they go to the Evansville, Indiana card for Wednesday night, October twenty first, nineteen eighty seven, at the L- Evan, gosh Evansville Coliseum thank you um what's the actual name of that place like the it's it's got a long name uh, uh it's the something veterans Coliseum sailors and veterans or something like that
1: it's I, I can let you know in just one moment
0: <laughs> it's like a really Look, long
1: veterans Evansville veterans memorial Col- coliseum okay oh I'm sorry soldiers and sailors
0: memorial yeah there it coliseum. is soldiers and sailors I know somebody, some sailors or something Ships or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know it's a big, long, long name. That building's like it was built like what, nineteen twenty or something like that. Nineteen
1: sixteen.
0: Gosh, that was close.
1: Wow. It, you know, it was crazy. Back in nineteen sixteen, uh, dollars, it, only, it cost one hundred eighty thousand dollars to to build. That's like a normal sized house nowadays. Yeah, but. Oh, I'm saying it's nineteen sixteen dollars. I get it. There's a
0: difference. Yeah, that's probably about what—about five million back then. Yeah, probably. You're probably uh, right. All right. So, I uh, don't Also, spot. There, there we are. Okay. Already standing there is Prince, Fergie, and Bass. Uh, Let's talks about the main events. It's sixteen. Sixteen. Help me here. I can't talk. Six man. <laughs> Thank you. That's 16, man.
1: <laughs> a 16. Big tag match.
0: Huh?
1: Big tag match. They yeah. call that a cybernetico, I believe. Do what? It's a Lucha match.
0: Oh, okay. Lost me on that. I don't think about... It. Well, you know, I used... To, never mind. I'll shut up. I'll get off on a tangent. I'll, I'll get off track. So what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> uh, Make a note. Save it for the new show.
0: But I won't remember it then. It won't have no gist to it. <laughs> anyway... So they talk about the six man match. Um, and like I said, it's uh, Prince, King, Carl, Fergie, and hey, let's We've got the main event, it's gonna be the Prince, King, Carl, and Singing Donnie. <laughs> against the King, the Superstar, Steve Conner. But he said Singing Donnie, I just started dying laughing. Just, Lance, uh,
1: Lance is always the best about having his own nicknames for people.
0: He said Singing Donnie, that just tickled me, man. I, I started laughing on that one. Um, all three of them talk, uh, you know, just basically you know beat you at whatever. But the one thing that stood out was the prince says, "Kern is great is gravy work." <laughs> I'm like, what is gravy work? <laughs> is that something easy or something?
1: Uh, yeah, that's it, it, something. Something being gravy is easy. Okay, um, but my biggest thing was just looking at Carl Fergie and Don Bass, they both look like they either have a big old dip or a chew-in the entire time.
0: Fergie always has got a a chew-in Don. I think he had one in, too. Was Bass throwing, like, some punches?
1: Yeah, he he has this thing about, like, punching the air or punching his fist,
0: and it always looks weird. I was like, what is he over, warming up? Shadow cousin.
1: I I, I like I like his two XL Nike T-shirt.
0: Yeah, under his suspenders. Yeah, that means it's just that's him though. He's he's, I mean, he's a character, man. (laughs) All right. uh, That's all the match they talked about. We go back to the studio and we get the second match of the day. It's Bobby Jaggers with music. Did you notice the music he came out to?
1: Greg Almond's I'm No Angel, which Bill Dundee tried once yep. and failed horribly.
0: <laughs> I was like, didn't Dundee come like two months ago to that? Because <laughs> I heard it and I was like, oh, Dundee's coming back out of that music. And I was like, uh, no, that's Bobby Jaggers. <laughs> and he's probably like, gosh, this music's horrible. <laughs> um, He's going against Ed Maddox. And this week Maddox is spelled M-A. TTOX. Last week it was spelled MADDOX. <laughs> so I went back and looked at my notes see what it was spelled last week. So he's they're still doing the revolving spelling of Maddox. Um, let's see, RPM's still today. It's going to be there all day, I think. Um, really, much of this. He just beat on Ed Maddox, gave him some knee drops, elbow drops, punches, and kicks. He gave him a short on clothesline, but that wasn't his finish. Yeah, the match. It wasn't a finish. It was strange. Because he gave him an elbow drop, and he already gave him one elbow drop during the match. There's more kind of a jumping elbow on this one, but he already gave him an elbow, you know, he dropped the elbow on him, you know, earlier, and they picked him up, gave him a short on clothesline, and then picked him back, you know, picked him back up, then gave, yeah, I was like, huh. Kind of odd. Uh, then he comes over to Lance
1: was it just me or did Jaggers look like he's put on a little
0: weight he has gotten huge dude man he, and most people lose weight in Memphis he's well he come from central states so <laughs> yeah well there, there you go
1: <laughs> but, but he he was way more methodical in the ring yeah. than he's been and yeah. then like even his promo was more laid back yeah
0: yeah he came over to Lance he calls out Lawler and Jarrett mostly Jarrett uh it was kind of... I didn't... It was like he wanted to go long with this and he just kind of repeated himself going back and forth. You know, with Lawler. I just didn't really... I don't know. I didn't care for this interview. I think it... I, I As much as I didn't like last week's because he yelled and it was too long, I think this one was... I think he tried to go long and he didn't have the material. Did you notice? Because he, like, he didn't know if he wanted to go... It's to me, he says from my turn, talked about Jarrett. To me, Lawler, cause he saw Lawler. Because he get one Lawler then he go to Jarrett. he go back to Lawler and then he go, go back to Jarrett, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing, man. He's, try, he's trying to book himself into something with the top guy. Yeah. He wants all that top guy money.
0: <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> so, so, Lance throws to a video of the Fabs. It's the uh, old, old video of the boys back in town. All right, then we go back to the desk.
1: <laughs> and that's what we thought about the video. Oh, well,
0: God, I've, I've seen it a million times. It's the same, yeah. you know, it's the same, you know, it's the same one. And, so, I,
1: I know that uh, Memphis fans are uh, pretty partial to the Fargo strut. Yeah. The Fargo strut, after watching that video, looks ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, there's no smoothness about it.
0: Yeah, but that's basically the thing about it. It was Jackie. It was it was herky jerky, and it was unpolished. That was Jackie. That was his gimmick. <laughs> Except when he watching, put on those high watching hats. Stan, yeah, <laughs> watching Stan do it, Stan was almost more ridiculous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Kearns is very. It, it was pretty smooth, like kind of like Dundee's. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Stan took all the herky
0: jerkiness as you called it, yeah, yeah he and did.
1: like amplified it, like with with some uh, <laughs> with some big shoulder shaking and stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of that, the RPMs, their hi hats this week—they have glitter on them.
1: Sparkly? Yeah, they, they were sparkly, and they wore them the entire time they were out there.
0: I know, but I think was like last the last couple times they wore them, they didn't have the sparkles on. This week they did, right?
1: I don't know if they didn't have sparkles I don't on, think or they did. It just didn't show because they, you know, we didn't see them the entire day.
0: That might have been the thing there. Well, so after that video, I thought they were going to say something like, "We wore the high hats and the vest. We wear them better because you know they they showed them wearing the high hats and the vest in the in that video." And I was like, "That was a perfect opportunity," you know.
1: Because, yeah, no, absolutely. I was not. like,
0: they oh, should have said something." <laughs> Well, they said something, why are you playing that they're not even here and all that? They said that, I think, or for something like that. So they cut, uh, they're still complaining. They cut the break. We got the whole Evansville card for the 10-21-87 um, show. You want to run it down for us? Uh, opening the night, we have Tracy Smothers versus Dr. D. Now, here's my question. Is this David Schultz? No, it is Carl Stiles. He, Carl Styles is uh, was a I know old Carl Mainstay f- uh, Mainstay up in Pacific Northwest and I think he did some stuff in Smoky Mountain I do believe too
1: yeah yeah he did some underneath stuff in Smoky Mountain and I think he was a bodyguard for somebody but he really oh it was for Dutch but he took all the
0: bumps which was funny yeah uh, he um, um, Carl Styles has a glass eye yeah he does sure does yep
1: and they've done gimmicks where they pulled it out yep
0: sure have yep yeah, he's a, he was a um, mask. So is, is, as Doctor D. is he like under a hood. Yeah, he's under a mask. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. Then we got Hector Guerrero coming back out of the territory to take on John Paul, Bobby Jaggers versus Rocky Johnson. That will probably be really solid.
0: You know, um, I was thinking about that. That match will be paced very well, and it will be really. I think it will be really well done because it will pace itself. I think it actually be a really good match.
1: Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travis, there's the Rock and Roll RPMs, we know that'll be good. Yes. Um, six-man tag match, The Commission, King Carl Fergie, The Black Prince, and Don Bass take on Jerry
0: Lawler, Bill Dundee, and Steve. Um, this is a solid show. Yeah, it yeah, is, that's a solid card right there, dude.
1: Sure like, is. I, I, I don't remember seeing Carl Styles in that many competitive matches, so I don't know how he was, you know, in the ring, but... Yeah. All the other matches, I bet John Paul and Hector Guerrero is awesome.
0: Yeah, I bet it's probably one of John Paul's better matches, I'm sure.
1: You know, that, sure main, event, that main event's going to be a
0: fight that goes everywhere. Yeah. Jarrett and Travis uh, and the Rock
1: and Rolls will be awesome. Uh-huh. Like you said, Bobby Jaggers and Rock and Jonathan will be awesome. The, the worst match on the cards is going to be some others than Carl Styles.
0: Yeah, and it's still going to be good because Tracy, you know, it'll be good because Tracy's in it. Yeah, i yeah, remember yeah, yeah, I remember what a little of Carl Styles, he's not bad. I, I remember seeing a little bit of his uh Pacific Northwest Portland stuff. I can remember a little bit of it. Um so it won't be bad. Um and I'm gonna go over to my notes.
1: Um He used to be kind of a body guy, right? Yeah,
0: he is a body yeah, he was a body guy. Big okay, time
1: when I uh when I met him he had obviously lost that. When did
0: but, you when uh, did you meet him?
1: Oh, God, in, in Shelbyville in, like, 2007 or 8 or something like that.
0: Really? Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking that's no, the year I can't no, the year. You, no, you're thinking of Burt Stiles. No, Carl Stiles came. Tracy got him booked. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Cowboy Burt Styles. No no no, no, no,
1: no, I was going no. to say, going to hanging okay. out with Tracy. Because right, so. he used to run a show in, like, I think, North Carolina. Right. And he, he booked Tracy and some of the guys, so okay. they returned the favor.
0: Okay. I thought you said, I was talking about Cowboy Burt style. I was like, yeah, it's a letdown. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, that would, i still say it would have been a good match. Um, I was going to my notes about this. No Big Bubba on the card. Uh, No Paul Diamond or Pat Tanaka on the card either.
1: Yeah, and they had referenced Bad Company, or Tracy referenced Bad Company um, in the injury of Steve Armstrong.
0: Yeah, they jumped, the, they had to jump because I looked, because um, they, from what I could tell, they worked. They worked. well, they were, they were, well, I looked on the thing from last week and they worked, uh, it was Bubba and the Prince. And then I looked, I actually found a result from Nashville that week and they worked, Southern, uh, Southern Boys worked uh, um, Bubba and the Prince. So I'm thinking maybe they, up company, jumped them, left them laying, and I don't know. Maybe. Who knows?
1: But it, it, it is wild that they're not on the card.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking maybe they're running somewhere else, but there's not enough. Uh, uh, pretty much everybody's on here besides those three to actually run a spot show somewhere, so I don't think. You know, you'd have to have a lot of job guys. <laughs> You know, I just can't see them running there. I, they might have just had the night off. Yeah. Um. Probably just gave them the night off. That's what I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> but they this, still had the show up to get their checks.
0: Yeah. Because they said that's. I'm assuming they were getting their checks in Evansville, then. Um, which I'm trying to think. I mean, you think about it, it, it they really had no place for them because of. That's three heels. And really, they ain't got no more baby faces. Really, if you, th- I'm looking at them thinking, who else? There's really no baby faces that they brought in yet.
1: We're waiting on that big turn of Rough and Ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, I'm voting they shouldn't even, they could have had, you know, somebody going against Fraser Thompson, baby. I'm pushing for him a him a spot on the on the shows. <laughs> All right, yeah, solid solid card, man, for Evans. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so go back to studio. We got uh mat, third match of the day. It's Don Bass and Fergie. Uh, Prince is with him, but he gets no graphic. Boy, nobody's getting no manager graphics against John Paul and Fraser Thompson. I'm just, dude. I love Fraser Thompson, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. When I see a big man that can go, I, I'm a fan of him. Um, start off with John Paul. Uh, they start. Did they? He did he get anything? I'm trying to think.
1: No, How no. As, as soon as they locked up, they they got on John Paul. Yeah, I kind
0: of was shocked with that. that he did he, he got a a one
1: point, a one punch hot tag. Yeah. Yeah, because they, yeah, yeah,
0: they looked weird because they shot him in, he ducked, and he come back. I figured he was him with a crossbody or something, he hit him with a punch. I was like, that looked weird. Uh, yeah, punch yeah, him, uh, tagged out, and then they jump Freezer. Yeah, jump Freezer come in. Man, did you oh my gosh. Don Bass gave Freezer a knee lift. Did you? That bump was beautiful. Did you see that bump Freezer took? Yeah, no,
1: he's a he's a good bumper. He's an awesome bumper.
0: That the way he spun and turned and bumped, that was beautiful, dude. That was perfect bump off of a knee lift. I was like, I was like that. was, I was just amazed. I mean, I'm, I'm I always talk about how good his back bumps are, but that bump he took off the knee lift was the way he turned and it it was perfect. I was like, man, oh. Uh, Yeah, I'm marking out for Freezer Thompson.
1: (laughs) You have strange tastes, my friend.
0: What? How how do you mean by that?
1: (laughs) Of all all the greats that are on this show, you're like, man, that Freezer
0: Thompson. Because I look at and see stuff that that gets overlooked that that shouldn't be because... That to be as big as he and I know how it is to be a big man and try to bump. It's it's hard at time at times to, you know.
1: No, he can he can definitely move for his size.
0: It just and it just looks really good, and um, so they hit him. uh Let's see, uh, Fergie hits with a kind of a running elbow drop on freezer for the win. So they go back to desk. Lance throws it to Lawler and Dundee video, the one we saw from last week. Um Did he say there was the he said that we got a little something from Lawler and Dundee? He didn't say it was a video, did he? He just said a little something.
1: Yeah, a little something. He almost kinda of got cut off.
0: Yeah. Well, at least at least they didn't just stop in the middle of the thing <laughs> and cut it on last week. We had a little little uh, warning. So I come back for the video. RPM's still there complaining. Cut the brake again on. <laughs> So I come back to Studio RPMs there. Lance talks about Jeff Jarrett's match with, uh, with Henning. And he throws it to the video match, the clips of the match. So the video, I thought it was just going to be the match. I didn't know it was actually going to be a video, video with music. Um, the music is Some Days Are Diamonds. Do you know who it was by?
1: Some Days Are Diamonds, Some Days Are Stone" by John Denver. This was the weirdest choice.
0: It was not John Denver.
1: Was that not John Denver's version?
0: It was Dick Feller's. The original rider. I think you're making up that name. <laughs> <laughs> that name can't be real. <laughs> I knew you. I was like, I was like is it going to get I was like, is it? Was it? <laughs> because when I saw it, dude, I, I popped for it when I looked it up. Because uh, I was like. I be real. Because I knew Bobby Bear did a. a, did a Dick Feller. <laughs> Because I, I knew Bobby Bear did a, um, a version of it. Um, but it's like, that voice is not Bobby Bear's voice. So I looked it up, and I was like, well, there's John Denver. So I played John Denver's voice, and I was like, that sounds like John Denver. But the, the this little couple. And I was like, so I so I started going to the things, and it so it like in 74, 75-ish. Uh, A guy named Dick Feller wrote it and released (laughs) it. Uh, But I think John Denver had the most success out of it. Uh, Yeah, look it up. Seriously, the guy's name was Dick Feller. (laughs) Fantastic. I know. Because I was like, like, oh, he's going to think I'm making this up. Um, But yeah, I thought, like I said, I didn't think it was John Denver's until I heard Dick Feller's version. I was like, eh, it's Dick Feller. Feller, uh, The version. Um, But regardless,
1: (laughs) <laughs> stupid song to have for these highlights.
0: Yeah, that's what I, you know, I, I kind of get it, but, it, I, you know, eh, maybe if, here's my thing, maybe if, you know, he'd been after this belt all these years, you know, he, you know, and he never gets it, so some days are stoned, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I get the meaning behind
0: it, but but, but like, not for this, his for only you know first time you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's been like yeah, and to have like a song like that, you have to have the ability to like slow mo things yeah. and yeah. all this. And it was like it, it was high impact, like yes. really big action to this yeah. slow ballad. Yeah, because <laughs> they at the first they showed them doing the they were doing the arm work reversal 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 reversal. real, this boom boom, boom 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 reversals. And it's like yeah, shouldn't they have had a they should have had a Real upbeat song to this or something, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to see this match live.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, I would too. Just,
1: just from the highlights, I'm like this is amazing.
0: Yeah, the highlights are really good. Um They, they never, never show the actual finish. That's exactly what I was going to say. They don't show the finish. They show Henning walking off the belt and Jeff kind of looking distraught that he he didn't get the belt. Uh Lance said, "What did Lance say? It went twenty something minutes."
1: Yeah, 21 minutes, so it was obviously not a time limit.
0: Yeah. So my thing is, I thought about this for a while today because I watched this.
1: I'm thinking it was an over-the-top DQ. The reason I say that is because when we see the end of it, uh, Henning's on the outside kind of selling when he grabs the belt. Yeah. So I'm thinking he might have got dumped over the top.
0: That or they did a finish right out of the heat, right out of a, a big comeback yeah he screwed him out right in the middle of his, his big comeback, maybe uh but we'll never know anyway uh so I thought about actually I watched this this morning so i've been I thought about it for a long time, when I was doing my notes um this match was also plugged for Evansville um, you know we we said there was no build up on two weeks ago on the TV show for it remember we talked about that it was odd yeah um cuz obviously the build up was in the Memphis part because they had the match in Memphis too cuz we just saw it here's my thing if you never mentioned it on if you only mentioned on if you only plugged it on the Memphis sh- part of your show and you know this, I don't know if it went around the loop or not, but we do know it It did go to Evansville. It was cut out of the loop tape for Evansville. Why would you show this? Um, it just makes the whole booking of the one, remember he said he'd only, he, the thing well, the reason why he was getting the title shot, because he wouldn't give the title shot to Lawler or Dundee, remember? Yeah. So why would you not edit this out?
1: Because they don't care about the loop talents.
0: Exactly. That's just horrible. And from the crowd, woo, did you see the crowd? Oh, yeah. I'm starting to wonder, did they even plug it on Memphis TV, though? <laughs> the crowd was bad. It looked like maybe three, 4,000, maybe. Maybe. Most of it was an upper deck. Tell you something. I've noticed, though, uh, through the years, as the crowds went down, you, your ringside was still full, but that middle rows I don't know what they call it. Is the lodge section? It's in between the... The ringside and the, you know, upper general, where the general mission start up in the ring, that area through the years, it seemed like it got emptier and emptier. But you had your ringside still full area and you had people on the upper deck, I mean, on the upper ring. It was weird, I guess, because if you're going to be that far away, you're not going to pay, because it's you know there was a good price difference between the ringside in the upper, you know, upper General Mission ring, that middle area, I guess they didn't want to pay that much being that far away, you know, they you know, they just paid General Mission for going to be that far away, you know, because before, you know, it was so packed, you, you know, you paid that because you wanted you know, you know what I'm saying?
1: It just yeah, kind of no, I, I, I get what you're saying, yeah. and the people who are right up front, they're going to, you know, they're going to be there. That's your that's your diehards. Yeah,
0: but that middle section. So my I noticed in '86 some of the stuff from the Coliseum, it was thin, and but that was probably the thinnest I've seen it. So it's starting, and I know there's some stuff doing '88 where it was thin too. Um, but um, that was I think this is when we started. To, I think it's when their crowds were really starting to dip into like the 4,000's, you know, so. Um, where were we at? I forgot, oh, <laughs> just talking about the, uh, so I don't know, you know, I, I, I guess the whole thing does is the, they don't care about the, you know, loop towns.
1: Yeah, no, they, there's no way they care about the now, the loop towns, there's, there's no way. The way they just kind of slap stuff together.
0: Yeah. But, all right, so the RPMs are still there. And you know what? I need to take me a break. Even though the RPMs are still there, I need to take a break. So uh, we'll be right back, folks. Hello again, everybody.
1: Jeremiah Plunkett of the Territorial Wrestling View Podcast here. If you love the Territorial Wrestling Review, you can get the official t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Jeremiah Plunkett. Also on that site, we also have seven other designs if you uh, do not like the Territorial Wrestling Review podcast. Um, But again, that's uh, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Jeremiah Plunkett because I have no sales or anything that they're doing this this week to plug.
0: Well, if they don't like Territorial Wrestling Review, they probably won't be hearing this.
1: Well, they may listen to the episode and, you know, not like it but get to this part.
0: Well, if they don't like it and they get to this part, they need a, a, a discount. <laughs> <laughs> For being a trooper sticking in there. But go to um, what was it again? person
1: Wrestling dot com backslash Jeremiah Pluckett.
0: There we go. We used to do this every week. <laughs> if I don't ever wrote down I can't remember it. All right, so yeah, go go uh show Plunkett some love. And if you're um, looking for books, DVDs, pictures, uh, posters from uh, wrestling cards in the past, if you want some DVDs from, I don't know, say the present, like the best of Steve Morton, best of Ben Jordan, um, even some hardcore death matches, which it really surprised me they're on there. Go visit crowbarpress.com, show Scott Teal some love, Great guy, and hopefully he'll be putting out that Great Mephisto book pretty soon, because he's been working it for a while, and I think he's really been trying to get that done. So has been working out,
1: on that book for a long time,
0: has he yes. not? Yes. So when that does come out, that's going to be definitely a very, very good book, because he has really worked on that for a long, long time. He's put a lot into that book. Um, so... Hopefully that'll be coming out before Christmas. If it does, I say get it for the a Christmas present because it's gonna be good. I mean, it has as much as he's put into it, and all of Scott's books are good. He does a great job, and as much time as he's been putting into this one, that this, <laughs> this one, this um, one. There, there we
1: go. That's the southernism I needed. Today. There you
0: go. It's uh, it's it's gonna be phenomenal. Um, I just by looking, just looking at you know the Great Manifesto, Frankie Kane. You know, he was in the business forever, worked everywhere as a wrestler, manager, booker. Um, So it's gonna be phenomenal. So I will definitely be telling y'all when that comes out because that's, I might even actually buy a book and read it, read one for once. But uh, go show uh, Scott Till some love over at crowbarpress.com. All right, everybody, we're back. they cut to a break, and they come back with the fourth match today of the day. It's Jarrett and Travis against Rough and Ready. Boss Winners. Don't have his graphic. Boss Winners, uh, he was wearing a different hat today because Dundee crushed his new one last week.
1: Yeah, he has a cabbie hat this week.
0: I thought, I thought that's what it was. Uh, he, he ain't taking no chances by wearing his yellow cat hat anymore. Uh, so, he, um, he had I, I, he had that nice hat last week, and he got destroyed. That makes me mad. All right. So, Billy Travis and Reddy start off. It seems like every match starts off with a little bit of arm work. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I'll be
1: honest. You, you go to some indie shows, and that's how every match starts off.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's...
1: It's much. either that or a lock-up
0: headlock. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Travis... Oh, excuse me. Travis hit a big bill on Ready out of the corner. He went flying halfway across the ring. Uh, we're going to see the big, big, uh, Billy Travis high flying knee drop. Uh, Ruff comes in. And, of course, they get the heat on him. Um, well, I mean, they have the heat on, on Ready, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be a hot tag to Ruff come in, you know, bumming Travis or anything, but... <laughs> which that would have been crazy. that would be like, huh? Um... Then he, um, he did a, he did a, um, atomic drop on one of them. It looked awkward as all get out. Did you notice the, the, then he did a reverse atomic drop. It looked a lot better, but the, just the regular one, did you notice it just looked weird looking?
1: So, uh, if I'm remembering right, what a lot of guys do is they don't go down to a knee when they do the atomic drop. They just kind of kneel down.
0: Yeah. And it just doesn't look the same. So like, some of I was like, something just didn't look right. But then he did the reverse one. It looked fine. Uh Jarrett was on outside all the way to the very end. Travis tags him in, shoots off uh which was ready. Then uh or was it Rough? It was Rough. Okay, rough. I get them mixed. <laughs> anyway, so he uh Travis shoots off rough. Jarrett's tagged in, he with the drop kick for the win. So Jarrett Jarrett was only in there for the uh the um, the finish that was kind of weird, wasn't it?
1: Well, so on on the outside, the RPMs the whole time are saying that they're gonna take care of Jeff Jarrett as soon as he gets in that ring. Now, couple things: one, aren't those hot mics so the entire audience can hear them? Yeah. Two, Man. why do they have to wait for Jeff to get in the ring to beat him up? No. I don't know, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. And then as soon as Jeff nails that drop kick, uh he and Billy go out to the floor to confront the RPMs. Yeah. And we get a just a standoff with yelling, and the RPMs kind of backing up a little bit. Yeah,
0: Mexicans get a Mexican standoff. <laughs> yeah, just back and forth, and then Eddie Marlin comes out to break them up. Well, Lance gets between them. They're just bickering back and forth, then Eddie Marlin comes out and breaks it up. And uh then they bicker some more back and forth at Eddie Marr and finally he gets Jerry and Travis to leave. And uh Lance throws it to tape footage of the RPM's loss from week. he said, Well we're finally gonna get you to show the tape. So they show the tape of the RPM's uh loss last week to the nasty boys, the one that they're blaming Jeff Jarrett for. So they show that footage of the finish or um uh Jeff hits the drop kick and all that. Uh, I come back. RPMs are pitching a fit about it. Uh, basically, just you know, complaining, everything. They cut the break. We got a lance for the the final Evansville card uh, plug of the day, and it's uh, Jerry Larr, Bill Dundee, and Steve Kern in there plugging the match. Uh, <laughs> Bill Dundee says he doesn't like being beat three on two. I put, what the crap? I haven't seen that. <laughs> at least not in the last month. It's, to me, it's always been two beating on three.
1: Yep, not selling
0: anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the what, what's he been, where's he been at? Because everything I've been seeing has been the total opposite, because I've been complaining about it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, L- Lawler did
1: make the comment that I guess in the match last week.
0: They actually that- got beat.
1: Yeah, they actually took a fall. That's his one a year.
0: <laughs> okay, here's my thing. I know you know they come in there either you have your gear on. Most time on these, nobody has a gear on. Lawler comes there with jeans, no shirt, and a Cleveland Browns jacket unbuttoned halfway.
1: Yeah, he looked great. What are you complaining about?
0: That just looks so creepy looking.
1: (laughs) Nah, brother. You gotta wear the jacket with no shirt, only the bottom three buttons buttoned.
0: I was just looking at us like... That just... I don't know, man. That just looks like somebody that hangs out in a bowling alley or something, you know?
1: Gotta show the hamburger meat off on your chest, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You (laughs) didn't spend
1: all that time conditioning it for nothing.
0: Okay, Uh I think that's all I got on that, because <laughs> didn't write anything else. That was the only, that's the only match they talked about, and it's the only match that anybody was in there to plug, so they go back to the studio. We got the fifth match of the day. It's a, where the crap are they, where's my note? Hold on. What if didn't go with my notes? I oh, don't know where they are.
1: I was about to say, while you're looking at that, it was a, it was the once again, Southern Tag Team title match, Nasty Boys and Rock and Roll RPMs.
0: You had to turn the page. I I, I found on spot now. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for the, um, the save, everybody. <laughs> 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 I'm sitting there looking right at it. Looking, I, I can't even remember to look at my page numbers. Okay. So, knobs and lanes start. Uh, basically, this is the, same match we've had for three weeks in a row with these guys, except not as exciting. Cause, like we talked about, they they keep it short. I mean, not short. They keep it, e uh, basic. where they they do something, they take a bump, they powder to the corner, or you know what I'm saying. They don't. They've never put boom, 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 boom in a row for them because they can't do it. After the third week of seeing the same. You know, some you know it, it, even that hot crowd. The crowd wasn't big, popping for them like they were. No, no, they weren't. Even and though like, they've had two great matches, I think they went to the well maybe one too many times. Yeah, and and, and so last week they uh, the nasty
1: boys kept going back to the head. Yeah, and th- this week they they did the arm yeah. and. I'm not saying this has anything to do with the crowd reaction, but they look so awkward holding an arm.
0: Yeah. The head was a lot better. See, the first week they did arms. Last week they did the head. They went back to the arm. I'm wondering if they went back to the head again two times in a row because their arm work doesn't look as good as their head work does.
1: Yeah, their their arm work, they just hold the arm so far away
0: from their body and they look like they don't know what to do with it. It, Because I don't think they really do.
1: Oh, but did you uh, do that, There's a couple times where, <laughs> where Brian Knobs doesn't wrench the arm, <laughs> and one of the RPMs will sell like they just wrenched the crap yeah. out of the shoulder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think, didn't Tommy Lane take a flip bump and didn't even ring his arm over by the corner? He, I, I think,
1: or he either, either didn't ring it or he didn't ring it hard, so...
0: Tommy Lane just took his own bop. Because <laughs> I was watching, I was like, that didn't look right. <laughs> I, was like, so? I was like, okay. But did you, did you notice Knobs come off the second with the double axe handle? He stayed on his feet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Someone I was like, him. that looks stupid.
0: I was like, hey, he didn't go to his knees. Finally, for the first time. This the is my
1: biggest, biggest thing during the shine. Is, so, Tommy Lane's really solid and everything. Mike Davis' selling is my favorite thing in the world. It's so entertaining.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> um. So, they, um. They tag in and out. Um. Working on the arm. Finally get the heat. They get a, a backbreaker on sags to start the heat. Um. I can't even remember which one hit him with it. Uh, was it Lane? It was Tommy Lane. Okay. Then uh, they get, uh, kicked him, did a camel clutch, body slam, which, of course, they got the heat on the back was good. Um.
1: Uh, the double hard buckles, a butterfly and, suplex. Like, they,
0: they put they the put clutch on, heat on the back. Then they, like, start that during the early part of the, the heat, they got the clutch on him, and then later on they went back to it again, didn't they?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, they, of, they well, so they tried to the clutch a couple times and a couple times Sags fell forward, so it ended up just being like a sit on your shoulders shell. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> kind of like a Steiner recliner almost. It like we wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, I'm I don't know I get no room to talk, but is Sag's boobies getting bigger? <laughs> it's like the biggest knobs is now. Because when they first came in, he was actually, you know, decent kind of a build. I swear, I was like, watching it when they were working on his back. I was like, his boobies were just jiggling everywhere. And I was like, I don't think he's going to the gym anymore.
1: <laughs> well, man, they had more time to go to the gym in the AWA.
0: <laughs> they, they did have time, Bet they did. <laughs> They're
1: working every night in Memphis. They're yeah. driving 3,000 miles a week.
0: Yeah, okay. well, okay. Well, Rocky Johnson's making it to the gym, so
1: Oh, <laughs> well, Rocky Johnson probably doesn't have any other habits.
0: <laughs> I don't know if the Nathy Boys have any habits this early in their career. Besides eating. Oh, come on. Eating? No. Maybe Drinking. smoke. Drinking, smoke a little weed, I mean.
1: Oh, I'm not saying they're doing coke off hookers' backs or anything, <laughs> but they're definitely pounding some beers. <laughs>
0: They're not <laughs> They're not running trains on rats at the Wow At the uh Admiral Bimbo. Wow What?
1: I didn't expect that from you, sir.
0: Well, I'm just telling you what like it is. I mean <laughs> Hey did you did you see I sent you that thing? There was more I, I didn't Admiral the Admiral Bimbo was a chain of motels.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I did see that. That blew my mind.
0: You know, I never knew that. I thought it was just a Memphis thing. And Nashville had one. And I don't actually know the Nashville one is. It, it was it's um it was a it was I remember it being a Howard Johnson and then being a what was that? A days in. So I don't even remember being Admiral Bimbo there, but I'm not the building though. I
1: uh, I was waiting for you to say and then it became the world famous Stadium
0: in. <laughs> no. Those places were nice, man. It was, I can not believe that it was a big, I stumbled across it, I was like, because I was doing some research, and I was in the Tennessean, and I, I was looking at some old articles from the 70s, and it's talking about uh, a uh, travel, um, a team traveling here for some kind of uh, big tournament, and it said that um, to get in touch with the coach, uh, the team will be staying at the Admiral Bimbo, and I, and I was like, huh? And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a chain. Anyway, getting back to the Nasty Boys habit, <laughs> yeah, or non-habits in the in, in, in the ring. Anyway, I had no idea what was that in the match, so I, I think you might know more than me. <laughs> uh,
1: no, we're still still in the middle of heat you're talking about, and his boobies while he's selling the, uh, the camel clutch.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah. Yeah, Sag starts his own comeback. you know He just starts. Yeah, he just blew his own own comeback. He gave gave him a punch each, and then he started giving them big forearms to the chest. And uh, RPMs, they were feeding him. And I was like, he might want to do a hot tag, but uh, Knobs feeds in, then they're going to do a four way. Uh, Davidson Knobs spill on the floor. Lane pulls the chain out, drills Sags with it covers him for the win. That guy was like a fart in church. That crowd was just kind of like, we've seen this before.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and then, and then Jeff Jarrett runs out, and when, as soon as I see Jarrett, I'm like, he's going to stooge it off, and they're going to reverse I it. I did too.
0: That's what I thought. I was like, come on, please don't. Um, and
1: to their credit, they didn't.
0: Yeah, I know. I was shocked. I was actually shocked. Um, and why do the nasty boys? They just disappear.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they got screwed and just left.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, this kind of, kind of put a damper on them. Um, uh, not really buried them, but you know, I don't know. Anyway, so great. And <laughs> Mike Davis grabs a chair. An office chair. there's no he grabs bottom. an office chair. Yeah, the bottom comes off. Yeah, of it. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is this the one that um, Dundee broke on uh on a uh, poor Carl uh, Fergie's legs three weeks ago?" Probably. <laughs> then Jerry then Travis comes out of nowhere and throws a chair to Jeff. So they sit there when they're having a, another Mexican standoff with chairs. Um, uh, trying to think. They just keep going back and forth, um, arguing.
1: And Jarrett and Travis they finally become leave. the dumbest baby faces ever.
0: Yeah. So they finally go to leave.
1: Uh, y'all ain't gonna fight. Let's turn our back to you yeah, and walk away.
0: Yeah. Travis, train y'all ain't y'all y'all are chicken. Y'all gonna sit here and talk all day. You've been here all day, you ain't gonna do nothing so we so we're leaving. So they go to leave. And this got messed up. It was either they hit them too early or hit them too late. Because um, they, to, they don't want them fighting over toward the crowd they, in the studio. Um, I'm thinking they had to hit them too late.
1: Yeah, because Jeff even turned around.
0: It, it was horrible.
1: Before, before the shot came.
0: It looked so bad. It looked... Well, the, the starting looked bad. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they, yeah. They, once they got on him, it was good. Oh, yeah. It was good they started. Travis that, took a big flat back on the floor. He did that spinning. He yeah, does that it, uh, spinning bump he takes on the floor like he does on the post. And uh, he... Uh, so, yeah, because it, it's so close close quarters on that corner. I think they're supposed to hit them right when they got to the corner, not when they, because Travis had already turned the corner. So it kind of made it awkward uh, to, uh, the timing wasn't there. But yeah, after they got on them, it got good. They were blasting them, they got on beat them down big time. Um, uh, Was it Davis uh, took uh, Jeff over on to the, the the, uh, announcer's podium thing, whatever it's called, platform. What is it? Yeah, they gave him a big body slam. Yeah, what's that little area called? I always forget. Uh, stage. Little stage area there where the announcer's table is. Slams on that, and they, I mean, they were getting on heavy. And then Dundee and Lawler come out to make the save, and they trap Davis. And I was like, if they hit him, that's going to kill their heat. It's going to kill this. You know? And my whole thing yeah. is they should have... that. They should have never cornered him like that. You know, they should have been running in and then run out. Not even got where they were going to make contact. You know?
1: Yeah. Um. It, it got a. Uh, it got weird for a second, yeah. and then someone got the audible. Hey, duck. Yeah. And Lawler swung the chair at at his head. Yeah,
0: but it just it was like, oh, uh, we got. Okay, oh, we got it. Oh, we shouldn't be here, but we're here. What we do, you know duck here we go but yeah, it, yeah he got trapped over it kind of looked kind of uh kind of uh. so they cut the break and they come back with uh lance and dave at the desk and uh dave gives the um, show results from today uh, and then lance uh, signs off and um it, cut, it goes to play the music me and, and tape cuts so um I pretty much reviewed or notes did all my notes during the what notes I had during the during during it so during it I guess I worry during it is that like darn it kinda kinda maybe maybe oh me what day is it? October? Um, you know what that's from? I don't. Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. It is, they're okay. all drunk by the pool. And the guy yeah. was like, what day is it? And he goes, October? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Real, real quick, Adam Sandler's wanting to combine that We
1: were way off topic now. Adam Sandler's wanting to uh, combine all his movies into one universe so that all the characters can interact.
0: For a movie?
1: Uh it seemed that way from the story.
0: Oh my gosh. That yeah, will be it's gonna be silly. like
1: It's gonna be like uh, the nutty professor with Adam Sandler playing everybody.
0: Yeah. Well, you gotta think of all the guys he has in it that, that plays it has recurring roles in all of his movies too.
1: Oh yeah, Rob Schneider's gonna play like forty three people.
0: And um um my mind's so like little, little blonde-headed dude.
1: David Spade.
0: David Spade. Um.
1: Uh, the dude with the eye?
0: Yeah, the eye guy.
1: Um, uh, I'm sure he, he, he... There's no way he listens to this, but I'm sure he appreciates being known as the, the eye
0: guy. The eye guy. Well, I bet you 90% of the people knows him as the eye guy. <laughs> and then, uh, what's his name? Dante? Um, That's that his name. The guy, he, he usually plays like the good-looking guy, the good-looking friend, every one of them. You know what I'm uh, about? I, I
1: don't know. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name.
0: I think it's Dante something. And then the guy who played in uh, Mama's Boy, what was his name?
1: I never saw Mama's Boy. What? Yeah, never did. Yeah, it,
0: it's a little overrated. It ain't bad, but it's not... It's Mrs. Sandler. I need a Sandler in there. Definitely. But, um... You know, I... I did you ever watch Jack and Jill? No. I watched. Definitely it, not. I watched... I thought it sucked. I thought it sucked. Yeah, that, that's the general consensus. And then, you know, I re watch it like 10 years later. Oh, God. It was actually pretty funny. Oh, no. Because you gotta think about it, though. Sandler movies did... They have went down through the years. So, because at that time, they were still really, really, really good. So, it was kind of one of his first ones that kind of was like, yeah, you know. But I did not if you had to watch it after all the stuff it has been out since then. You're like, that wasn't too bad. It had some spot, you know. It's a sound movie. You can't take it for what it is. You can't take it, you know, serious or nothing. But it ain't no, you know, just outstanding... You know, any of was like, you know, classics or anything, but, uh, and she showed me her boobies and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It was I was un- remembered it was, I guess. I don't know. Never mind. Scratch that, reverse it. We never heard any of that. So what did you think about the show?
1: <laughs> you know, I thought it was okay. Uh, no. It wasn't didn't blow me away or anything. Um,
0: I think I saw a bit too much of the rock and roll RPMs. hmm
1: I don't, I mean, you know, it's cool that they're out there the entire time. They get tons of TV time, but, like, neither one of them are good enough talkers for me to want them out there the entire time. And they had, it, this was so music video heavy. There was three. Was there Three? So, the, the AEW world title match, uh-huh. Dundee
0: and, and Lawler. And the fab, that's right, and wow. And the
1: fab, it was music video heavy. Right. Hey, I love the music videos and all, but like, this was really heavy.
0: That's right, I didn't think about that, wow.
1: Hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to quit the podcast after watching it, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I give it, what do you give it? Uh a thumb a thumb I do too um I didn't think about that I didn't even realize it. But three yeah three videos is a little is a little heavy um uh I think the especially
1: when they insist on playing the entire song <laughs> you know what I mean like they can play a portion of the song and be fine
0: or yeah and cut it you know just cut it cause we've seen the like we've seen the Faz video a hundred million times if you you know most people watching Memphis TV has um yeah, let's play a minute of it. <laughs> yeah, you know? And
1: or that, if you really want to do so, do it, since it's just Kern coming in, cut out the parts of Stan.
0: You'd have to make a whole new video, and Jerry Jarrett ain't going to pay for money for a whole new video. <laughs> to be done. That's uh, true. I kind of think they wish they would have did... Do you remember the... Um, their last little run there when they were feeding with the sheep herders? Uh, beginning of '87, there and they were showing that video from '86, where they're out shooting the the guns and stuff. Oh
1: God, or the skeet shooting.
0: I think they should show that video because it is more rugged. Because this not have too much. I mean, even though it had the, all those clips of the moon dogs and stuff in it, but it had a lot of the, the butt shaking, high hat wearing, bubble bath taking. You know, fabs. I think they
1: should have done you dropped the bomb on me.
0: (laughs) What about that limo? (laughs) That was a small limo they were in, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, that
1: was limos back then, though.
0: But it just seemed really, really, and it still seemed really small, though. It just seemed like they were, like, shoulder to shoulder in it.
1: Well,
0: Jerry got the budget limo. Yeah, he got the econo, the econo version. Got the, or it could have been that. Do um, you ever see the video of Lawler's got that like Rolls Royce looking car? Yeah. The one he gave to Brian Christopher. Um, I bet it was that one. Because, you know, I bet that's what. It probably wasn't even the limo. It was probably that car. They just got in the back seat and they filmed it made it and made it look, you know, made it look fancy because it was wearing their top hats. Who don't take their top hat off when they get into a limo?
1: Who wears a top hat?
0: Jackie Fargo! by goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Cause you stink. <laughs> All right, yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Um, wasn't bad. You know, um, yeah, video like he's a video heavy. I Didn't realize that. Um, uh, he had was it five matches? Four matches? Five, five matches. matches. Uh, a little storyline driven. Um, nothing really over the top outs, you know, uh, of the, of the storylines. Except, oh, yeah. they, except they, for they had, no ma-
1: they had no match that made me go, oh, I would want to go see that show based on this one match. Now, Evansville had a really sweet card. But like, you know how some, some of those cards have that one match you're like, oh God.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I, I, I don't see that on this Evansville I, card.
0: Well, see, here's the thing. The week before, there probably was another big brawl, and they lost. Um, so, they're bringing in Steve Kern to be the butt kicker. They're, so they're thinking, this match is going to get wild. So I'm thinking they're banking on that maybe to draw some people back in just for the Evansville, but actually, the TV show And the card really don't have no drawing to it, I don't think. Um, Because, I mean, it, well, did they even say, let me go back to one. Um, Did they say the Travis and Jarrett and RPMs was a title match? They never said that, did they?
1: No, they didn't.
0: Oh, I just noticed something. The Nasty Boys ain't on the card either. Uh-huh. Nope. So they might have run a spot show somewhere.
1: I bet or the do. Nasties and Bad Company went to AWA.
0: No, because they're back next week. Okay. Oh, and next week, i, I fast forward to see it was. Next week's when we get the 30-minute show. Uh, so whoever taped it back in 87 didn't tape the whole show. It's a studio show. But it's only like thirty seven minutes, so we lose about twenty minutes. So Um that's could be good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: the, way, the way we get off on a rant it'll still be a three hour podcast. Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so I'm starting to wonder, maybe maybe they did do a spot show somewhere, maybe. He could have the Nasties against, well, could have the Nasties against Paul and Bad Pat. Bad company. Um, had Paul versus one of the Nasties. Pat won the Nasties. Oh,
1: God. Dude, do you're, you're doing the, the super spot show book and yeah. two singles to come back in the text. I,
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what they did. Have Bubba working, um, like Lou Winston or somebody. Um, I'm sure they can, uh, you know, it depends on what, you know, what part of the, you know, territory they're in. They can uh, pick up some, probably a couple of local guys that, you know, it's worked through the years for, you know what I'm saying? I bet that, or they might just give all those guys off a night off, which could be happening. Who knows? I don't know. And you know what? It don't really matter. Because <laughs> the word's a really, because that'd have be a really stretched card. You basically, are going to kill that town a spot show town, if you want to take that card there, you know? Unless it's close and you have uh Smothers and you know, maybe John Paul, maybe double shotting if it's sort of close, who knows? Uh, but that's just really a stretch though. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I get a thumbs in the middle. The, the little brawl at the end with the RPMs and Jarrett Travis was good. They beat them down really good. Got some good heat. Uh, still, until Super Douche 1 and 2 came out. About <coughs> about killed their heat. Um, yeah, not, nothing really stands out. Nothing really. Just, you know, talk about the bad booking of the Luke Towns for the heavyweight title. And that's probably about it. Ain't really much to it. So... I'm trying to think was there anything else on that I don't think it was that's about it ain't it wasn't really yeah, good I mean, out, did it no nah, everything else is just kind of a match yeah but uh, the whole story for
1: the entire show was the RPMs
0: okay we've never got the let me go back to page one here actually we didn't never hear about the <laughs> tongue tying um
1: <laughs> oh champions challenging so, challengers yeah
0: <laughs> we never heard about that, did we?
1: No, we didn't. Or the La- I'm trying to think what champion could challenge a challenger.
0: Well, what about the double go for gold for Lawler and Dundee? What's a double gold?
1: Well, double double go for gold. I assume is th- that they're
0: oh they own the
1: that, that they've they've got the world they got... title shot.
0: Yeah, they they got the single titles on the. Southern and the international. So they're going for the world tag, so I'll have double gold. I I guess that would be the double gold would be would it? I'm guessing. I have to be. <laughs> so so they talked about that then. But yeah, the challenge yeah, so what was you saying that what would be the what now? What? <laughs> you so far and cut you off about the double gold. You said what would be the the champions challenging. Well,
1: well, the champions challenge. And well, the, well, uh, the champions Ch- I don't know. Uh, I was sitting here picking my brain trying to.
0: Well, because uh, Lawler and Dundee can't be in it because they're challenging for the tag. They're going. They're getting the world title shot. So the only other belt. Is I belt. mean, and, and unless they did this thing and they didn't tell us
1: to where the world champions are challenging Dundee and Lawler.
0: The RPMs told us.
1: That the world champions are challenging
0: no, them? No, 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 that, that... I don't am I'm, I'm so
1: confused. Yeah, I, I have no idea, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. I have no idea what Lance we're, meant by we're that.
0: Trying to, what we're doing, we're trying to make sense out of something that don't make sense to begin with. I think that's what like, it is. Yeah, I agree. Because I've never heard of a Challenger... Only time, well, no, only time I've heard that was two weeks ago when Kurt Henning challenged Jeff Jarrett because he didn't want to give Lawler or... or um, I guess you could consider that, but that was two weeks ago, right?
1: Yeah, but we're just now seeing the results this time.
0: Who knows? That's our problem. We're trying to make, we're trying to make sense out of their nonsense. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. So... Uh, they didn't talk about it. If they did, we didn't understand it. And I don't think nobody else did either. Um, that crowd, man, that, that crowd was slam packed in there.
1: Yeah, but they weren't as loud as past crowds have been.
0: I noticed that. Um, they were a lot louder last week. Um, Jarrett and Travis, they still got a big pop, but not like they've been getting Nasty Boys got nowhere near the pop they've been getting. Uh uh-huh. uh. And then during the match, uh, they 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 almost died on them the crowd. Um I think they went one one to that one went to the well one uh, one too many times on that. Yeah. And, I, and I think
1: the crowd probably knew oh they're gonna swap it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it it just in their match. Like I said, their matches are so ba- They're good, but they're so basic. Three weeks in a row is a little much. Um, so, and the thing is, though, even they pop the two weeks. Maybe this should have just, well, I say, should, maybe should have been all-out brawl, but you can't really do it in the studio for a match. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because I think the fans are tired of seeing them wrestle. the are them just come in there and kick butt. You know they've had the two wrestle matches now it's time for the kick butt brawl you know just a fight and they didn't get it so I think it kind of they're like even though it was good we we see the actual you know technical part of the match the fans are not you know they're they're not seeing it what we see it and I think they're just it they went to the well too many times um, hopefully next week we won't have <laughs> surely we won't have another. I hope not, but it wouldn't be surprised if it did. All right, anything else you want to add? Ah, uh, that's it for me. All right, well, I think we um we got number forty-two in the books. Um, I want to say a little something real fast before we head out. Um, this past week we lost a icon of southern wrestling, especially the old Goulas Welch territory. Uh, We lost Lynn Rossi. Um, I never got to meet the guy I hate that I never did. Uh, I always wanted to meet him um i just never he didn't you know he didn't go to shows and stuff he went to the reunions uh i think he would go to mobile he and he'd always go to scott Till's, but you know I'm, i not i don't i was too i'm too young for that one um I'm still working on it though <laughs> but anyway uh so i was wanting i was hoping when um the Tennessee reunion uh, moved to Lewisburg there. I was hoping, since he only lived, you know, right down the road, you know, 20 minutes, that he would show up. He never did. Um, I was hoping, because I really didn't want to meet him. Um, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people went to it, would go to his health food store and meet him, but I just didn't want to do that, because, I mean, he was working. You know, I just, I never did that. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people did. I just... I don't know, it's funny about stuff like that. Um, but, man, he, um, you know, you always hear of him being, you know, in, in the Gullah territory, you know, in the South. Um, but he's originally from New York. Uh, worked up in New York, you know, up north. And then when he finally came to Tennessee, fell in love with Tennessee and, you know, stayed. Um, always stayed in excellent shape. Um He, um, just trying to think back through. So, uh, him, he and Bearcat Brown from Raw, I know it's legit. They were the one of the first interracial teams and were the first for Gulas. Um, so they broke some barriers, racial barriers, um, that like that. Uh, they were over big time. Uh, did a lot of feuding with, um, Saw Weingroff's Von Brauners, and then I think with Mephisto and Dante, and then probably with the spoilers uh, when Renzo, Lorenzo Lorenzo Parente and was it Joey Cora? I think was the other one, maybe. Um, then he had that car wreck in was the thing seventy two ish. Yeah. He and was, think, 72-ish. Yeah. Um, he, uh, and was uh, but he kept on working for Nick. Worked for Nick in the office. Uh, did a lot of the um, commentary for the, uh, they would take the uh, matches out the fairgrounds. Uh, he would do commentary on a lot of those. Once I worked in the office. His son, Joey, started working then. Uh, uh, but he actually came back around 78 and actually came back to, started working again after being out, you know, six or seven years for the car wreck. Um, him and Joe started teaming again. I think he worked 78, a little bit of 78, a little bit of 79, and Then um, I think he uh, pretty much officially retired from the ring, and he had his health food stores. I think he had two of them. I think he had the one out there in Brentwood, and then he, I want to say he had one in Donaldson for a little bit. And um, I
1: don't know if it was Donaldson or Nolansville. He lived in Nolansville. Well, that's where he,
0: that's where he eventually moved it to when, because he had he had I want to say he had the one in Donaldson in the seventies. He had the one in Brentwood forever.
1: He, had, he, is, he is the oldest operating merchant in Brentwood.
0: Yeah, and then when they widened the road, they took the building, so he he moved it everything to Nolensville.
1: At one point, he was running it out of his garage.
0: Yeah, yeah, right toward the end. Yeah, because uh, from what I remember, I think Ben Jordan, Shane Morton, helped him move. his yep. uh, help pack it up and load it up. Is Brentwood store? Yeah, yeah. He'd been in Brentwood forever, and they widened that road, and, and he had to go, and it was sad, you know, because he'd been there for so long. Um, but yeah, just I've never heard anybody say a bad word about the guy. Uh, you know, uh, just a, a true legend. Uh, actually, and I did stumble across something while I was doing some research again, the um, couple of days ago, uh, in the Tennesseean. I want it was 1970. They had a benefit show for a high school football player had broke his neck in, um, in a game. I, I want to say, was it Madison High School he played for? They actually had a uh, benefit show for him and they did a roadblock. And somebody shared the picture.
1: Oh, I know the picture you're talking about.
0: With him and Tojo. And and Lynn's got holding the um, Folgers can. Tojo's got his... Uh, stack shoes on and they're, they're collecting money at a roadblock uh, you know where they hold the bucket out but he had a Folgers coffee can is that the one you're talking about yep. yeah somebody shared that I'm saying that was from there because in the article they talked about the roadblock and all the money they made from the roadblock and then they were having the show um, at the uh, Sunday at the. I want to say it was Madison High School uh, we, back, the, back then you never heard of benefit shows never um, so I'm thinking maybe Lynn had something to do, because he was all in the article, you know, and talked about meeting, the, you know, him, um, you know, you know, when the accident happened, basically he had a connection through, um, you know, not just this article, you know, they, they, and find, you know, so I'm saying, they, you know, he'd been connecting. Well, I guess he maybe he heard the story or something, and connected with the family and the and the in the, the the young man. Uh, but uh, like I said, you just never heard of that back then. Doing a benefit show for, you know, you did fundraisers and stuff for, you know, uh, that's how all your spot shows were back then. They were fundraisers for little league, Kiwanis Club. you know, what I'm saying that's how you did all your spot shows were. Uh, but actually, like benefit shows for somebody you never ever heard of those back then so I'm thinking he probably did got that going goodness of his heart Um, you know it was unheard of back then so um, it's sad I mean he lived a long life Um, 91 years old when he passed not a lot of guys um, from his time periods uh, are left I don't think there's probably any actually I think he's probably the last one um, left from his time period, you know. So, um, he lived a long, good life. Damn uh, yeah, In 2004,
1: he was inducted into the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. 2016, he was inducted into the NWA Hall of Fame. Uh, he was you know, honored by Nolansville uh, for his athletic career and his introduction to the Hall of Fame and you know, continued commitment to the community. Uh, by all accounts, Len Rossi was a hell of a man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I never heard anybody say a bad word about the guy. And, uh, but, uh, he lived, like I said, he lived a long, good life, a healthy life. Um, uh, his son, Joey Rossi, like I said, he he worked all the way up to like the I say early, early mid-80s. Um, he passed away about fifteen years ago, maybe longer than that, from cancer. Um, so, but yeah, he he wrestled all the way up until I won't say mid '80s. That his son Joey did, um, but uh, another legend gone. Um, it's sad. We lost another piece of history. Um, but ah, uh, uh, I guess that's all I got. <laughs> it just it just it's sad that we lose. Cause there's a lot of stuff. And you know, history gone now. Another piece of history is gone in the wrestling business. So, rest in peace, Mr. Rossi.